There'll be food and drink and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. You're all invited. The box. You opened it. We came. Welcome to Slumber Party Monsters, your bi-monthly comedy horror podcast. I'm your host, Faith, as always, and we've got Clara with us today. Hello. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. With our time off, we've actually managed to get a good list together of some good films. Well, I say good. Um, experiences <laughs> of films. Yes, it's a, a variety of um, between good and bad Mostly bad, sadly. Yeah, mostly mostly bad. However, an experience nonetheless. Yes. Yes. <laughs> an experience nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, I bet you didn't know there were so many films in this category, which is uh, this week's category is influencers. Favourite people. <laughs> 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 like, just when you think that they can't get any worse... They do. They they really do. Oh, I mean, some, some are well, well-meaning and there's others that are just insufferable. There are some influences that I follow, right, like that deserve the platform that they have. They're not problematic. They release good content. Like, I mean, one of my favourite influences, Bailey Sarian. Like, she's just so sweet and endearing. She makes great true crime content. Uh, she's done, like, makeup collabs, like, because she does Murder Mystery and Makeup Monday. Um, and if anyone that follows me, you know that that is literally me all over. I am all about murder, mystery, and makeup. Like, she is, like, my perfect influencer. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, I mean, that, all the, three of those things just straight away just knocked you straight on the head. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> no, like, it's straight on the head. And she's so unproblematic. And she deserves the platform that she has. But there is some influences that you just, oh, God. <laughs> like, there's a whole sea full of them. That I ju- I just can't bear. And you know what? When uh, when you actually came to me and were like, "Hey, do you want to maybe do this segment?" I'm like, you know what? I am so up for seeing influencers get fucking murdered right now. So yes, <laughs> yeah. Given how many of them are, have been reported as yeah, you know, not being the nicest to people. So yeah. Now- yeah. Now that I think it's easier for things to come to light these days. So 
Oh, yeah, it's a lot harder to actually, because, I mean, it's one thing to put your whole life out there on the internet for everyone to see, but it's another for everyone to see and then find out several bits of information about you that you hope would never see the light of day, but do. Um, However, in terms of influencer films, like, I think the market is lacking a little bit I do have to say in our kind of like research I do have to say that some hmm, there needs there is a little bit of finesse that is needed uh I mean what what are your thoughts yeah I, I do agree with you it's um it's definitely a niche subject matter but at the same time it's kind of like it's guessing it just right like um for examples like ratings for bodies, bodies, bodies. There's been a lot of good reviews for it online, but you and a couple of other of my friends have actually said they hated the film. The most important part, if you come across a body, you have to yell, Body, body, body! Is that the lights? David? Our friend is dead. They're trying to kill us off one by one. That would be so obvious if I were the killer. I'm taking off my clothes in the window for the neighbors. Where are you? I hated it. I absolutely hated bodies, bodies, bodies. Because a lot of... Right, here's the thing. I thought that it was a complete piss take on like gen z and like you know the whole like social media prowess and whatever um it wasn't um it was meant to be taken extremely seriously that this is what they actually do and this is the person they are and i'm like what like that wasn't a piss take they're actually supposed to be like that what like how how are we supposed to root for characters that are so insufferable? Like, I think, I think the way that I described it to you was Gen Z bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really, I really didn't like it. I wasn't rooting for any of the characters to survive, and it kind of got halfway into the storyline, and I was like, you know what? I just hope they all die. Like, I, 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 I really, really just didn't like it. But yeah, again, the reviews on the film are really good and they're like oh it's amazing like you know that the the story is brilliant you know there's loads of like twists and turns and whatever and i'm like who like and then you look at the demographic of people that are reviewing it and you're like ah it is that generation that's reviewing it (laughs) of course they think it's good yeah it's you see and it's kind of like oh that's that's why (laughs) yeah it's 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 a kind of like bias biased viewpoint and it's like i think because the thing is they didn't even make the characters somewhat likable or like not even relatable really i mean they went to some mansion in the middle of nowhere that uh, like is owned by one of the other people's families and they all come from very very rich families and you know they're all 
bitching about their non-problems, thinking that it's like, oh, it's the end of the world and this is what I want to, like, you know, this is what I want to do and pursue and whatever. And I'm like, this is so unrealistic. Like, well, not even unrealistic, like, just, like, so unreachable that it's, like, it's so unrelatable that it's, like, I actually have no warmth to any of these characters whatsoever. Um, Which I guess is kind of the point of kind of, like, influencer horrors. But at the same time, the, you got to make some, you got to root for at least one of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, one of them's got to get out alive and you've got to kind of root for that person. But, like, in bodies, 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 I was not rooting for anyone. I was not rooting for anyone. <laughs> yeah, you're not. I've had a few people tell me that, though. It's kind of like, just don't bother with it. And I'm like, okay, I, I won't. But now I understand why they warned me off of it. <laughs> Yeah, legit. It's like, because I saw, like, because I kind of went on the reviews of it and, you know, people were like, oh, you know, it's really, really good. Um, It's a sort of like a modern take on like a slasher, whatever. And I'm like, they're just so insufferable. And it's not even in like a funny way, like, because you can make people kind of like insufferable in a kind of funny way to a point where it's kind of like half endearing. Um, but in this case, it, th- there was no endearing. It was just, can we just pick them all off one by one now and just reveal the killer and just have done with it? Because my issue is, is when I get, when I, when I'm watching a film and even if I don't like it, even if it gets to a certain point, I have to watch it till the end because I'm invested. Like I have to know what happens in the end. <laughs> I mean, I've done that plenty of times as well. Where I've like, oh yeah, let's let's get get on with it and see if this improves. And it's kind of like, there's just some films that do not improve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's just some films that just don't improve. But you have to see it out until the end because you have to know what happens. It's like I need to know which one gets out. <laughs> if they do, yeah. if they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one that I was very surprised at, which I actually watched um, last night. Um, the reviews are terrible. Um, however, when I watched it, it actually wasn't that bad. But like, again, the main influencer in it was just a complete insufferable piece of shit. But the actual story behind it is the bit that kind of keeps you in. Um, have you ever seen Dashcam 2021? No, I haven't. I've been curious about it, but I haven't actually seen it. So, uh, I watched it last night, and I tell you what, the first 20 minutes, right, is you're getting to know this character. Um, I think her name's Amy, right? Now, Amy is a kind of a like a live streamer influencer and she's in America and this is going on it's kind of based during the pandemic so you've got the whole kind of like COVID denier and she's very like make America great again type of person uh you know all around good time girl right (laughs) and um she goes to England because one of her friends moved moved to England. So she goes to England during the pandemic and she's like, you know, she's a general piece of shit over there as well. Um, causing havoc, 
is a COVID denier. It's like, oh, if you're wearing a mask, you're a sheeple kind of person. And you just, you know, you're not really rooting for this character, right? You're, you're really not. Um, and she goes to pick up some food from like this restaurant in London. And the girl's like, oh, can you do me a favor? Can you uh, give my friend a lift to this address? I'll give you extra money. And it's like this old lady in like a mask. So you don't really get to see who she is. And she's immediately like, no, this is dodgy. Like, and she, she looks clearly quite ill. Um, and she's like, nope, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, and then this lady literally hands her like this massive wad of cash. And she's like, here you go. You need to take her. And then, you know, obviously she's completely, <laughs> you know, persuaded by the money. And, she tries to take this lady and it's everything that happens from that journey onward involving this lady who's just going absolutely fucking mental and she's got people after her like she's got people chasing her about this lady and it's very gutsy it's it's quite gory it's a kind of like dash well it's a dash cam found footage kind of film uh and it's done on like a live stream so you kind of see in real real time, I guess you can call it like what like you know what unfolds, and you get to find that this old lady is really not as it seems, um, because a lot of weird shit starts happening. She's being chased by like these hunters with with shotguns, by the way, in the UK. Like where the hell where the hell did you get like machine guns and shotguns and shit? Um, because <laughs> for our international listeners, um, you can't have that without a license over here and general firearms are generally banned. So it's like, how do these people get guns for a start? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I thought it was a really kind of like gripping story. And just when you kind of think it goes, you know, you, you've kind of got it sus because I thought that she might have been like a vampire or something uh nope wasn't that uh it was worse <laughs> i think i remember why i didn't want to watch it it was i didn't watch it because i hated the main character yeah yeah this is what i thought i thought it's the main character that's not doing it for me and i'm not rooting but the story itself actually kind of gripped me enough to kind of make me look past it i mean she's just oh god there's not even i don't i don't even have the words to describe what this character is like she's just very unnecessarily up herself for a star which is just a quality in people i just can't stand um she's also i don't i don't even have the word for it she's just like you know there's people that are just they push their views onto you, and if you don't believe what they believe, then they will let you know that you're a piece of shit to them, and they don't respect you, and all of that shit. And I just, I just don't vibe with it. But I tell you what, the girl, the girl does get her karma for being like that with this old lady. Good. Yep. <laughs> like definitely definitely um although i do have to say as a pre-warning uh when you think the film has ended um there's like about 10 minutes to go 
You don't need to watch the last 10 minutes. It is literally just her trying to rap in the back of a car live streaming and that is it. There is no, there is nothing. That That is what the last 10 minutes of the film is. And I'm like, that really did not need to be in here. Like, why is that in here? Because I was thinking like, oh, something else is going to happen. Um, like, you know, when I'm paying attention. No. God, I'd be bored at my mind. I'd be like, oh, God, some just killer plays. Honestly, yeah, that is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> like, but, um, so, spoilers ahead. Uh, well, it's not, it's not even really, like, a spoiler. The more you kind of uncover about this woman, the, the creepier it gets. Like, it gets, it gets creepy. I, I, like, I'm not, I'm not really one that gets, like, creeped out quite easily, but the, the, mm, I tell you what, I was creeped the fuck out by this woman, like, or, and, like, you know, whatever the fuck she is. Also, by the woman that's hunting this influencer down strengths, like, this, this bitch was strong, like, inhumanely strong, and I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, like, is she one of them? Like, what? Like, what's the story here? Um, now, I do have to say there are a lot of kind of, like, blanks in it. Um, what I mean by that is, like, you don't really get to find out the full story. Um, there are some bits where you kind of like, well, what happened with that? Like, why, like, w- why did she go into a house where the fucking demon woman was and there was a room full of people that just randomly killed themselves? Like, what's the story there? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's, 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 it's all right for maybe like one watch and then you think, okay, that actually wasn't too bad. Um, but the main character just, ugh. <laughs> just oh yeah uh, i mean i don't particularly want to watch it now <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly she's that kind of influencer that we're talking about that literally doesn't deserve the like well actually to be an influencer like she's one of those that like literally just does not deserve it oh, she has an audience just because yeah, like she has an audience just because people engage with her enough. Like she literally didn't deserve the platform. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would, I'd give it, I'd give it about maybe two and a half stars. Worth a watch. Good story, but you're not rooting for her in any way. Okay. Um. I watched a film. It's either on Amazon Prime or Shudder. It's called Shook. I hate the title of the film, but I actually really enjoyed the movie itself. I'm Shook. Janelle was a makeup legend. I'm going to go to my sister Nicole's house to babysit her dog, Chico. Chico! Chico! Come here, buddy! Lock all the doors. What do you want? I need you to make a choice. He says you have to choose. Because I quite liked it. It's very um, 
pretty much the story, uh, the basis of the storyline is an influencer, one of her associates gets killed during a photo shoot going to the bathroom. And it, apparently it's like a, a dog kidnapper tries to steal the, uh, the associate's dog, kills her instead. So the main character decides to go to her sister's house to like dog sit essentially so her sister can go and get some medical treatment done because mm-hmm. they have a like a oh I can't I can't remember what condition it was but it was like a, a hereditary issue that they have and like she's worried that she might have it the sister has shown like definite signs of it and it wants to seek treatment okay. and as she's as she's like a uh, dog sitting, uh, her friends are messaging her saying, "Oh yeah, we're doing a live stream. Like, come and join us for the party." And she's saying, "Look, I'm at my sister's house. I'm doing this." And throughout the night, you see her, like the interactions between her and her friends, but you can you physically see what is if there's anything upsetting her or making her really anxious or paranoid. You see it play out in front of her, like a, almost like a projection screen. Like you see, like the characters acting this, uh, what she's paranoid about, that behind her on the projection screen, or you see if um, oh, what was it? There was another bit as well where she she has a, a moment where she thinks, oh, what if my boyfriend is um, like getting with my best friend? And she has like she imagines them kissing in front of her. So she, you can kind of see what she's thinking and how she's feeling in that moment, and I I like that as like a as like a way of showing how the main character is. It's kind of like, oh, you don't you're not just going, oh, she looks a bit upset. Like you actually see what she's thinking about. That's kind of incredible. Yeah, I was very I was quite surprised when I watched this. So I watched it. I was like, oh, you don't see that very often in films, and it was just like it made my spacey little brain very happy and it was just kind of like it was nice seeing some form of like physical representation of how a person is feeling because i do find it difficult to engage people's emotions in films especially yeah. when it's kind of like so yeah i really enjoyed that the aspect of it and you kind of see that throughout the film like things get progressively worse like her sister's dog goes missing someone is randomly calling her phone and saying right uh, make a choice or do a dare like one particular dare was that you have to break your leg in order to save your friend, or another. Oh one. my god! Yeah, it's what was it? Another one was you have to pick who survives, like your sister or your best friend, and it's kind of like. And the twist in it was actually quite good. You can understand where the uh, the, the killer is coming from, but at the same time, it's kind of like fucking hell. That was darker than expected. Like, as kind of like a shock to the system, like, okay, it just went from one to dark real quick. Yeah, like, you can't, you're expecting this to be like a, a one of those, like, you know, a bit of a low budget indie film. They haven't put that much thought into it, but then you watch it and it's actually like, they really put some details in this that I did not expect. Like, the motivation for the killer, you can kind of understand and you can almost sit. You almost sympathise with them for it. See, I'm I'm a sucker for details. Like even like just the little little bits. Like the story, 
obviously has to be like gripping but when there's like little details and like everything is kind of thought out like every kind of process like the thought process uh the backstory uh what the friends are like what their what their personalities are like when it's like little little details like that it just makes it that much more gripping and enjoyable that it kind of makes you want to go back and watch it again to see if you missed anything yeah it's definitely that kind of film and i yeah i i actually recommend this film which i didn't think i would do if I, when i watched it at first and i was kind of like as i got into it i was kind of like oh i can definitely see a few of my friends watching this quite happily <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would definitely watch that because I'm very intrigued about what this thought process looks like. Like, I'm very interested about that because that's something you don't really see in a lot of horror films, like, at all. Well, I mean, not even just in horror films, but films in general. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, I think it was on Prime. So yeah, I definitely recommend people watch that one. Add that one to my list. Subtly, just like adding that one to my list. Because yes. I'm very intrigued about that one. Mm. I mean, yeah, the acting wasn't fantastic, but you can you can get past that easily. It's not Megan is missing bad acting, is it? Um, no. Oh, thank God. Okay, sold. <laughs> God. Sorry, I just cannot forgive that film's bad acting. I just can't do it. <laughs> I know they're children. I just can't do it. Right. You watched this as well, I believe. Well, I say watch. <laughs> Die Influencer Time. Or was it De Influencer? I don't know. The title is very misleading. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a De Influencer. <laughs> You got about 20 minutes into it, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> hey guys, it's Kelly. 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 We're gonna play a game, a social media game. We're gonna see how good an influencer you really are. The guy that took you, he took me too. Who? I don't know. What do you want? I just want to collaborate with you. Uh, I literally got 20 minutes in and I just went, I can't. Now, it's not because of the blood, guts and gore that I can handle. I mean, I watched all three Hostels last night. Impressive. <laughs> I, I know, right? Oh, I love those films. It was just so bad. I don't think... And the thing is, you could see that they were striving for this film to be, like, amazing. And I, I guess that they did kind of think that it was, but it really wasn't. The execution of the film was not correct. You didn't even finish it. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's why I had to switch it off. <laughs> because I, I was like, I can't do this. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I simply can't. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're doing a sequel. I've, I think it's either coming out this year or next year. Hang on. What? Yeah. <laughs> they're doing a sequel <laughs> to a film you couldn't finish. <laughs> no, because now I have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, okay, right. So it right. 
the actual plot of the film is uh, like it's it, she's a cheerleader isn't she she's like an all-round popular girl everyone loves her she's got loads of followers um like you know she takes a real pretty picture all the boys love her you know she's she's that girl she's a really popular girl in high school that you don't hate because she's really nice she's one of them right mm. um it gets kidnapped and she doesn't obviously she doesn't know where she is and there's a guy that's like stalking her he's clearly followed her for years and whatever and he's like you need to make this post and you need to make it go viral in x amount of time um or else something bad will happen and it was literally from what I saw, because I, I literally got about 20 minutes, half an hour into it, and then I, I just could not do it anymore. I was like, no, no, I'm going to bed now. I can't do it. Um, that I just kind of thought that that's all it kind of was going to, and it didn't really kind of go anywhere, and that's all it was going to be. It's like, because you kind of know, like, in... Um, what's the film I can use an example of? Uh, like, in Saw, for example, like... It's kind of laid out, okay, in black and white, this is what you have to do to get free, right? So let's say the person does the thing, cuts cuts their foot off and, you know, gets the key and gets to leave, right? And then it's like, oh, no, now you have to do this. And it's something completely different, completely bonkers, right? And it keeps you engaged, right? It keeps you wanting to be like, oh, what do they have to do now? I kind of thought that this was the same thing just over and over because she did it like I think like three times and it like in the space of like half an hour and I was like this ain't going nowhere. This is this all she has to do. I like I'm not gripped. <laughs> yeah, it's not like do you want me to save you from watching it and I'll just spoil the whole thing for you. Do it. Okay. So she, the cheerleader, is essentially like one of her followers ends up being put into the room with her, mm. and they have to try and like figure out how to uh, get more likes for certain posts. Uh, there's one bit where the uh, the girl that's trying to help her has like a smartwatch, and she ends up buying a bunch of bots to get more likes for the post. Oh so yeah, the- I got that far. I got okay. that far. Okay, so the guy finds out about it, drags her, uh, drags the uh, the follower into another room, shoots her. Someone else gets put into the room with the cheerleader. So and then that kind of fucks up, and then the guy kills her as well. Uh, what else was it? The so eventually she gets so emotionally and mentally broken down by what's going on and what's happening that he essentially just goes. Like, he knocks her out. And then she figures out that everything that has happened was just, on, like, was an act in order to make her realise that being an influencer is actually very negative and that you don't want to be an influencer. So, like, um, him saying that what? he cut it... Like, the bit where she said, where he cut her little toe off, you don't see it happen, neither does she. It's just a blood stain on the shoe. And the part where he supposedly took out one of her kidneys, 
it was just a big scratch on her back. And that's why the other girl said, don't touch it, don't look at it. It's because the girl that uh, bought the bots and the girl that, um, the second woman that was trapped with her, they were mm. both actors. They were both like the influencers that know the guy that had that treatment done to them by him. So the cheerleader, after the paramedics have had a look at her and everything like that, you find out, fucking cheerleader ends up being the next one to get locked into a room with another influencer so they can brainwash them into not being influencers. No! Was that it? Yeah, they they did Stockholm Syndrome on an influencer, (laughs) essentially. Was that... No. Yeah. No, that was not it. That was... Do you know what? Do you know what? That was my theory on, like, that's probably what this is. This is probably... No. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, because... Right, so I had I had three theories, right, for that possible ending of where I got up to, because I got up to the bit where, um, obviously, she's got the smartwatch she's buying these bots to like get them all likes she like you know that they're, they're like panicking that's as far as i got i didn't get to the bit where she like gets shot but i but yeah i got that far and i was thinking right he's either a one of her followers that is a stalker um this whole thing is being live streamed on the dark web and people are bidding into it and whatever and placing bets on who gets out alive and whatever or she kills the guy and walks out and goes to the police or this is all an elaborate scam to make her not be an influencer because of all the bad shit that's happening that is what i Oh my god, okay, so I was half right. I was half yeah. right. <laughs> and now they're making a now they're making a sequel. Yeah, and I don't know how they're gonna do a sequel to this, because it's kind of like right. Is either gonna be the same tactics for a different person, or someone's gonna trap all of them and like live stream all their deaths in order for the for the person capturing them to get more likes or something i don't know it's just i don't know how it ha- what <laughs> yeah because it seems like a very kind of cut and dry plot like you can't it, it doesn't really feel like there could be a sequel to that because it is just a very cut and dry kind of plot like i, I don't really feel like you could elaborate on that any further yeah, I mean, after I watched the film, I looked it up online. It said that that making a sequel. I was like, no, fucking Just, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, please no. <laughs> like, I mean, speaking of shit films, <laughs> so <sighs> this one, this one is available on Plex right now. If you have Plex, I. I am a bit of a Plex stan because you get to watch... For, yeah, there's a few adverts here and there and in between and whatever, uh, but that's, you know, the obviously, ironically, the price you pay for a free service, right? It's all mm-hmm. ads. I know you're a fan of Plex as well. Yes, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, we, we love Plex. Now, the film that I saw, I think... I, I'm not sure if you saw it too... 
slasher party. Yes, I did see that one. Hey, he's still alive. Good job. Now, it's shit, but it's fucking funny. It's 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 like it's not scary, like at all, like by any stretch of the imagination. It's a kind of typical kind of slasher that like you know like they they all kind of get picked off one by one basically there's like this um after party from like this event and it's held in this house and they all go to this house and they all get invited and it's all these like influences one of them is like some real pretty eastern european chick with an assistant the other one has this Latina girlfriend bit on the side, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then you got the guy that's chasing her and they're supposed to meet this guy in this house and he's just nowhere to be seen. And, you know, there's a wannabe rapper, there's a vegan, obviously, because you can't have a freaking house full of influence without there being a vegan influencer. Um, who had a great tits, by the way. Um, and she, they're all, like, in this house. And the house kind of goes on, like, lockdown. Um, and essentially, you know, the general premise is they all kind of get picked off one by one. And I, <laughs> what I kind of thought was just utterly ridiculous is the way they all reacted when they they find the first victim because they're oh, all just acting, you? <laughs> they are all just acting so blase about it like oh well she's dead what now <laughs> like, i'm like there is a girl in a house that none of you can leave like you're all locked in this house She's got her throat slit in a bot, and you're just going to stand there being like, all right, who did it? Like, which one of you couldn't control yourselves? Which one of you did it? And <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I love that scene because the wannabe rapper is like, oh, I forgot to say, she's just doing this for attention. I bet this is fake blood. And literally, he scoops it up with his fingers, drink, tastes the blood, and he's like, oh, shit, that's real, and then passes out. <laughs> yeah, then he passes out. And then, like, the guy, oh, you know the guy that, like, uh, he's, like, a vlogger, and he's, oh, he's just the worst. That was funny. <laughs> oh, and then he's in here. It's like, yo, there's a dead body in this bathtub. <laughs> oh, my God. Each one of them had their own personality, and the vlogger was the one. Oh god, I loved his scene when he was just snorting cocaine, because he literally just when the direct, like the director like runs out of the room after seeing like someone behind them, the vlogger literally just picks up this dish full of cocaine, just sn- like, snorts it all up like a bloody like a dog eating peanut butter, and he's just there like, oh I love this, and it just pops it out on the table. <laughs> It's like the guy is like running 
from someone that's like clearly in the house and he's trying to get away because he's sense of danger. And this guy is just like, there's a plate full of cocaine here. Well, it's not mine, so I'm going to just do it. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. But it's done in such a way that it's it's just fucking hilarious. It's so funny. Like... The, like, the film itself didn't have, like, a high budget. Although I do have to say, the makeup actually wasn't terrible. Mm. Um, but, like, you, you are just watching it just because it's so ridiculous. Like, and I loved it. Like, I actually really did. I actually loved it because it was so ridiculous. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying that, oh, it's an amazing film. It's not. And you know what? It doesn't claim to be either. (laughs) And that's actually kind of what I love about it. Oh, God, the bit with with some of them are hiding in the closet and the gay guy's like, I came out of the closet, I'm not going to die in one, and just runs at the killer. It's just like, fucking hell, love. (laughs) I'm like, fucking hell, balls on you, love, all right. Oh, and then, like, do you know what? My favourite was the Eastern European guy. I don't know, I, I was looking everywhere to see, like, where she was from. Um, because when she started speaking, uh, like, uh, to those viewers out there that don't actually know, I can, I, like, I can actually speak Russian. Um, and it's very, very difficult. And she was talking because this guy was like, oh, I bet you're just one of those, like, fake models that, you know, says that she's Eastern European to get more money. And then she speaks in her own language to him. And I kind of got the gist of what she was saying, but I was still trying to figure out where she was from. It definitely wasn't Russia. It wasn't Czech. And it wasn't Polish. I think it was probably either like Slovakian, Slovenian, or like Serbian, one of the three. And uh, like all conveniently beginning in S. Um, and but the actress herself is actually like eastern european um and she was just the most stassiest most like i don't give a fuck about any of these people like typical eastern block girl like you know shout out to my eastern block girls because we all are we either are that girl or we know that girl (laughs) i i just thought she was absolutely brilliant I just I liked how blunt she was about stuff. As like, oh, there's a body in the in the bathtub. I love how she's the only one that's like, no, don't call the police. We're in someone else's house. We're locked in, and there's a shit ton of drugs in here. We're all gonna get fucked <laughs> up <laughs> if the police turn yeah. up. <laughs> and she was just kind of like, do you know what? I have literally lived in a war torn country. I have seen men with machine guns. This kind of shit really doesn't bother me. <laughs> I was like, yes, go, get it. <laughs> Talk some sense into these Americans. Not fair play to her. I actually, I actually forgot that I, what, I saw that film. I forgot what it was called until you mentioned it. And I was like, yeah, yeah I kind of, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Like, I, I, it's got, um, it's actually ironically, um, got a very famous, um, American Russian influencer, um, in it. And he, oh, what is his name? It's like, um, Vasily Ibravinsky or something like that. That was, Um, that was the guy that owned the house, wasn't he? That was like passed out on the floor. Yeah, because it's the guy's house and they're trying to find out um, 
whose house it is and it's actually this guy's house and he's like passed out under the bed because it's the eastern european girl and uh the latina and they're getting with each other like on the bed and then they kind of look over the bed and there's just a guy in a red satin robe just passed out <laughs> and they're obviously like what the hell and then you find out that that's actually the guy whose house it is <laughs> and he's just he's just so fucked up like i say fucked up in the sense of he was on god knows what he didn't know what planet it was but it was it was just so funny um Ah, Vitalis Drovetsky. Um, yeah, he is a um, like American Russian influencer, ironically enough. Um, that's like you know in a couple of like D-list films. Um, because I reckon I actually recognised him from a post. Uh, because there was a post that he like had on his Insta where he was like in Dubai in a Lamborghini, and I like, and the first thing I thought was, of course he's fucking Russian, obviously. Um, <laughs> and then when I saw him in Slasher Party, I was like, I know that face. Where do I know it from? And it was because of that picture that popped up on my Instagram. <laughs> it's like when. <clears throat> when, when the influencer influences you to watch a film I've recognised the brunette woman and I can't I'm not I sure what too. Film. I, I did too I, <laughs> yeah I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint where I knew her from like oh, what was that what? I, th- I feel like I've seen her in another low budget film I cannot for life me remember what what it was uh, it was, was it, oh no, it wasn't that girl, was it? Um, Isabella Brenza? I don't know, hold on. No, it can't be her, she looks too young. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, Isabella Brenza's 26. No, that's not her. I, th- I thought you might finally have an answer for me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no. Isabella Benza was in Slasher Party. I think she played April, the assistant. Yeah, she was the assistant. Was it... Um, was it Hannah Geraldo? I think it was. Do you know what, actually? Sarah McDaniel. I think that's who it was. Oh, yeah, this girl. Yeah, because she was the... Um, yeah, pretty sure it was her. Yeah, she's a she's model got the different... and... Uh, fucking move. She's got the different coloured eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Finally got there in the end. Yep, Sarah McDaniel was in Slasher Party. Yeah, because she was the one that had got her hand in the oh god, the food blender thing oh. in the sink. Oh. I'm so glad we don't do that in the UK unless you actually get it specialised as your sink. Because that is like a fear unlocked for me, seeing that for the first time in the film. Because I was like, why would you put your hand in there? <laughs> I don't know what is going on in like American households that made them think, do you know what would be a great idea if we put like razor blades in a fucking sink? That would just be like the best idea. I, I don't get it. I, I don't. Food disposal unit, that's what it's called. It's kind of like, just put it in a food bin. Don't put it in a blender in the sink. <laughs> yeah, in here. Like, honey, if there were, like, blades in my sink, 
the last thing that I'd want to do would be to put my hand down there, especially in a house that I didn't know, like, whose house it was. Like, absolutely not. And the amount of times it's happened in films where it's kind of like it switches on by itself or it jerks and the blades suddenly move, but you just say, like, no, just no, no, don't go near me. (laughs) In it, like, please, no, please, no. Oh my God, no. Like, I, oh God. I think. Just the idea of also, how is your hand big enough to go in a sink? Like, how big are their sinkholes? <laughs> I mean, I think it depends on. Uh, I mean, it looks big enough that you can stick like a giant corner of the cob wedge into it. Uh, I was just thinking, like, why would you have that in your house? Why would you have that in your house? It it just screams like disaster waiting to happen. Oh, I just uh, I can't with those. I just yeah. no, no, like absolutely not. I, although, do you know what death scene I did think was really funny? Mm. Uh, I think it was Hannah Geraldo's character. Um, funnily enough, actually, fun fact, um, that's actually Pat Benatar's daughter. <laughs> Did, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hannah Geraldo is Pat Benatar's daughter. And, um, she, so she was, like, being chased by the killer. She, like, you know, uh, and Vitaly's character is, like, outside, Sparking up a dude by the fire by the pool, and he's he's just loving life. But obviously, this this house in the hills of LA uh, that for some reason doesn't have any fucking signal. Um, you know, like it's a soundproof windows, and he's outside, and she's being chased by the killer inside, and she's obviously like banging on the windows in like about three different rooms, running away from this killer and just getting like stabbed repeatedly. And he's just there, just smoking a dupe, like, yeah, this is my life. Like, this is great. And she's like literally dying. And then he like comes in and then they're all like, how did you not hear this? And he's like, hear what? And then like looks on the floor and it's just this dead, stabbed up, mangled body. (laughs) And then he's just like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> just, oh, another one. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, it was just, it's so funny. Like, honestly, I, like, I would say a solid, a solid three. Probably wouldn't watch it again, but it, it's just, it's so ridiculous and so funny. Like, and... It's like, it's one of those, it's like, the acting actually isn't that bad, but, like, you know who these characters are based off of. Like, you, ju- you just know. You just know. Like, I, I would honestly rate it as a solid three. <laughs> like, just for hilarity value. Oh, dear. I mean, I enjoyed Slasher Party more than I enjoyed... A film called Follow Me, which I think is on Netflix or Prime, I can't remember which. And this was like a, a high budget film. And it's just like, I didn't like any of the characters at all. I watched it with my wife, and even she was like, I fucking hated everyone. 
Like, I hated everyone. Like, I just hated it. Where was it? Uh, was that the one that's like, um, they went to Moscow? Yeah, so the main characters went, yeah, went to Moscow with his friend. And a friend of hit one of his friends in the group offered to let them stay somewhere and like party with them. And the main guy has like, is reaching like a million, and he's like your typical douchebag with a camera, essentially. And they all go yeah. to like an escape room. And then like they think that the traps are kind of like, oh, it's not that difficult. And you find like the traps are actually like, perceived to be real. And then you get to like a next step where they actually can't get out of the building. And it turns out, oh, this friend of a friend is actually quite dangerous. Yeah, because that's the one where they get involved in that sadistic um, kind of like torture gang, isn't it? Mm. And they're in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have seen this film. Yeah. Um, okay, so I won't yeah, be spoiling I, anything for you then. No, 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 you won't. Um, I watched it quite a while ago. I do have to say it was quite a while ago. And I do have to say, from what I remember of the film, I didn't really think that much of it either. And I was kind of hoping that it wasn't because it was like it was actually very kind of hostile esque, but like with a more kind of like, um, oh, you could escape, um, but you need to do X, Y, Z, and you know solve this type thing. But like it had the potential, it just didn't hit the mark really and i didn't really the girl was so annoying wasn't she just really annoying yes like, yes she was she like not even in the kind of like like you know she's just a woman in hysterics just wanting to get out of this she was just very annoying oh, yeah for for listeners sake it's so influencers go to russia but well, moscow they do an escape room they get picked off, seemingly picked off one by one by this friend of a friend. And uh, the main character is trying to save everyone. But each one of his friends and his partner die. And then he seemingly escapes, get into this open room. And uh, this friend of a friend who hosted this entire thing is holding a phone. And uh, the main character runs up to him, literally beats him to death with his hands. And he finds out, oh, this entire thing was uh, like a, almost like a big celebration party because his main thing was escape rooms for, for why he was an influencer. And it turns out his girlfriend, their f- his friend, and the guy that he just beat to death, made this entire thing like an extreme escape, escape room to celebrate his one million followers. And it turns out none of it was real. It was all all of his friends and partner is alive. And they look absolutely horrified with what he's done because they just walk in. Literally, like, a curtain goes up and they walk in clapping, like, cheering, and they see that he is literally just beating someone to death. And he's just <laughs> horrified with himself. And it's just kind of like... Me, me and my wife just stared at each other like... Sorry, what friends would put you in a situation to make you think that like, everyone that he cares about has just died in horrible ways? I mean, rich people just do... Like, rich people just do the darndest things. 
Like, I mean, who else but rich people? <laughs> like, that's the only thing that kind of comes to my mind because it's like, I, like I was watching some of it um, and thinking, like, oh God, how is this going to end? And then it, like, and then when it ended like that, and then they were like, why did you, why, like, bear in mind as well, right? Um, if you, I mean, not saying anyone knows anything about murdering people, but killing someone you, with your bare hands is quite difficult, right? And, and they made it look really easy. <laughs> like, and it was just the way that it was, it was obviously like, it's, it's probably not made to be like believable because obviously it was all, stage and it was all fake but like in what universe would because you would think like fucking with someone like that they would eventually like you know that that can really really fuck someone up like you know you you can really do some mental gymnastics with somebody to do something like that like you know it completely changes their view on the world and you know, with them being like, oh my God, you actually killed him. It's like, well, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Yeah, it was just very, um, I mean, Joe just stayed at each other like, they were arseholes, like, they were just bastards. Yeah, like, why, like, why would you do that to your friends? Like, you know, what kind of a joke is that? Like, it wasn't even, it wasn't, like, it, even with the plot being, like, you know, it, it could have gone, it could have been a bit better. Like, you know, the film could have been a bit better. But at the same time, it's like, girl, like, surely, surely, no one would be that stupid. Surely. I mean... You'd be surprised, like you said, rich people uh, problems. I, I mean, rich people just do the darndest things, don't they? I've got the money. I'll throw my money at the problem. Exactly. Like, and I, it kind of, I think what this, I think what the film did was really highlight the tone deafness of influences and in rich people. Like, it really did just highlight that because no one in their right mind would think that that was a good idea. Yeah. Like, oh, look, you just watch your girlfriend die horribly. Oh, she's actually alive. And you just murdered someone because of it. And it's like, yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> how did you think that was going to go? Like, how did you think that was going to end? Yeah, I I think that like it just kind of completely missed the mark on that bit of like being realistic. But I think I think the kind of point of it, uh, which did actually get translated very well, because I mean I do have these viewpoints because I unfortunately had to go to a school with a load of these fucking people that they are just so fucking tone deaf and out of touch that they just don't have a clue on what is actually like funny and socially acceptable to what isn't. And I mean, also, of course it was in Russia that they managed to fucking pull all of this off. 
like <laughs> because I don't think you'd pull that off anywhere else. No, no, definitely not. No, you definitely wouldn't be able to pull anything like that off like anywhere else. Um, but speaking of escape rooms, what, okay, so this this has been on my radar for a while, and I actually managed to watch it uh, a week ago, um, and I also watched it the other night as well, just so that I could kind of get to get to the plot as well and kind of critique it a little bit more. Um, has anyone seen Margot? Margot, as oh. in M A R G A U X. Uh, no, that's on my radar. I've been thinking about watching it, but I want to see if I can watch it for free, and I haven't found anywhere that does it for free yet. Uh, so it's on Now TV and Paramount Plus. Now T. Okay, it's on Now TV. I think I've got Now TV. I'm alone my paradise. I have quite the weekend in store for you. What is this? This entire place is one gigantic 3D printer. Don't tell me you can't handle this. Uh, did you hear that? This is something I've been working on for a long time. Margo! Get me out of this! Get moved! I've never seen AI this advanced. What the hell did you do to them? And I can't wait to show you what else I have in mind. Coming out of this house. Who wants to party? Margo, stop! But we haven't reached the climax yet. Yeah, it's on Now TV and Paramount Plus. Um, the general premise is uh, this house uh, that's like this really like bougie, beautiful, beautiful house. I can't really tell you where it is because I mean, my American geography is not up to scratch. Uh, but it is, of course, in the RSM middle of nowhere. And it's these group of kids. Uh, well, I say kids, they're in like their senior year of high school, even though they all look about mid 20s. Um, of course, because least. they're American. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like because they're all American teenagers. <laughs> um, bless you. And they, <laughs> uh, they are like you know they're celebrating like you know their end of like year because you know that they're, they're all in this like friendship group because they all got to, uh, into the school on like some scholarship type thing like you know so they all kind of came from similar backgrounds and um. You know, they they want to celebrate or go in like to college and they want to get together one last time. One of the guy's girlfriends is this uh like kind of big time influencer. And she's she's a bit of a bad bitch, I'm not gonna lie. Like she's a bit annoying, but it's kind of like, you know, she's great. Um so she's like, you know, live streaming and they go to this house, right? Now this house is a smart house. So everything in this house is like run by AI. You can tell where this is going. Um and literally they it's it's them kind of figuring out like, you know, what makes this house 
tech. Now, one of the girls is doing computing and coding and IT and everything. So she's very intrigued by an academic perspective on this house. And I think some of the shit that this fucking house says, because obviously it talks, um, where it's just like, oh, you know, catch me on the flip side, G. Like, you know, and it's like this house trying to be like hip and happening and cool and down with the kids. And it's just, it's just really embarrassing to watch. You kind of feel embarrassed for the AI trying to appeal to like the younger crowd. Um, but this girl is obviously very skeptical of this house like you need an app to go in it needs to like scan uh like your face your eyes so that it knows who's in the house and already it's a bit like uh, why do, why do you need why do you need access to all of my details and my face and my uh, my retinas like you know what why why do i need all of this to go into one house like you know so the girl that's skeptical doesn't actually agree to the terms uh everyone else does but she doesn't because she's like nah like i'm i'm smarter than that and you know what we all need to be like her <laughs> and um yeah it's just basically how this house just turns on them um i won't give too much away because you haven't seen it but the cgi does need work I will say that the CGI could do with a little finesse, a little, a little more love. Um, it is a bit budget on the CGI. Like, you know, they had a big budget for this fucking nice house, but, you know, where was the budget for the CGI? I want to know. Um, but, like, in actual terms of film, it actually wasn't bad. Like, you know, it had, it had some good death scenes in it that were really creative. Um you do actually kind of find what um, like the problem with this house was and everything. And because, because one of the girls is like a computer genius, she can kind of, you know, she's like, how do I get into like the software and the coding and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's very techy, but it's very great. Like it's, it's really, really well done. Um, <laughs> now the bit that I thought was funny is, one of the girls, they're in, they're in like this fight. It's not like so much of a spoiler to the actual plot, but like it's this fight scene between like the house and this influencer, right? <laughs> and this claw, like, so you see these claws that are like, you know, they, they dish out drinks, they dish out like all the plates and that. And this claw goes for her hair and it yanks a bit of her hair out. And she just she turns around and she's like, "I'm a I'm a brand ambassador for those extensions, you cunt!" Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, "What? That is the most like of all the influencer films I've seen that just knocked it on the head." You know what? You convinced me. I need to watch it like soon because that 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 alone, that line, is funny enough. <laughs> Literally, like it was, like it really does knock it on the head with how influencers really like do behave in these spaces. Like you know, they're 
you know, they're very kind of like self-obsessed and they're very uh, like, you know, they want to flaunt all of the like, you know, all the nice stuff that they get for free uh, because let's face it, this girl didn't pay for this trip at all. Um, and yeah, like it, it's just, but again, the CGI could have done with some work. I think they did budget on the CGI a little bit. Um but the actual plot itself is not bad at all. And like the one influencer girl, you just think, oh, sweet Jesus. Like, <laughs> but you're actually kind of rooting for her. Like you're low key kind of like, I hope she gets out. <laughs> I mean, I watched like a, was it a kill count on YouTube? I was like, well, I want to see the first bit and see what, what this film is like. Because I don't want to invest in something if I think right, this is going to be absolute garbage and not worth my time. Says yeah. the person that watched the influencer all the way through. But <laughs> I am... Um, <laughs> the first death in the scene where someone gets crushed by a massage chair or sitting in it, I was like, yeah, I need to watch this film. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the opening scene. I saw that and I was like, yes, well, yep, I'm invested. <laughs> so I stopped the video yeah. and thought, well, I'll try and find this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, and it is definitely up there with, like, because it's kind of like a crossover, because it's kind of like influencer versus AI house versus AI in general. Like, robots are going to take over one day like it's it kind of like all rolls into one it's definitely worth a watch i do have to say hmm, okay yeah i'll definitely try and, i'll see if, it, if we've got a uh, now tv yeah i mean i would personally give it a solid 3.5 uh only because the cgi for me did kind of let it down um and the twist at the end as well the twist at the end was fucking great like i like it definitely had a lot of thought go into it like and you know th this house is a beautiful fucking house i want to know if it's actually on like airbnb um but i mean i'm hoping one thing that really annoyed me i've tried to find this on dvd and i can't like i can't find a physical copy for it online oh really yeah i don't know whether it's like literally just like sent to streaming only and they just never went for like physical copies but yeah i just i can't seem to find a dvd of it that's really weird like i mean usually like you know i mean we are of the generation where you've got films that went straight to video oh god yeah yeah <laughs> like you know so it's like um are movies now just straight to streaming service and like you know just cut out yeah that's a bit weird I mean, some films do just miss, do like, just don't go to the cinema and go straight to a streaming service. So oh. maybe, hmm, maybe it's saved on cost. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, may I think with the money that they scrimped on the CGI, they might have been able to make a few copies of it on DVD. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much like what I tip for. There, there are a few options that are good and that are definitely worth the watch. But I do think the market is kind of lacking and maybe needs some more finesse in 
influencer horror films because there are i mean you've got like social media horror films like you know like um uh unfriended and things like that um but i think influencers definitely need more horrors but i think they just need a little bit more finesse in them i mean there's that yeah they need to make the characters a bit more likable i mean there's i'd love to do a part two of this with you because there are some other sort but I don't want to do too many films in one episode, so we'll definitely do a part two on this one. Oh, yes, and definitely send me your list because, I mean, I was trying to find, like, a fair few, and I I was kind of left kind of stumped because I was like, well, a lot, a lot of the films that were kind of recommended to me, I wouldn't have cast them as, like, influencer kind of films i mean i i would have just classed them as like a standard kind of like slasher like it's not really centered around them being influences does that make sense yeah well it's kind of like well that's the main plot point not just a side count yeah exactly exactly that so yeah definitely like send your list of recommendations and if anyone listening has any recommendations for us please do give us a message so that we can check these out and yeah we can like review them and talk about them and stuff because i am always up uh for seeing people get fake murdered on tv i mean this yeah i'm definitely up for getting recommendations for people i'm definitely gonna send you a list because there's quite a few that i've got written down that i just haven't had time to watch if i'm honest because I was recovering from a rather unpleasant cold and I can't stand putting a film on if I'm trying to like do a subject on it because I'm like, I want to concentrate on watching, not sit there and think I've got, feel like I'm having a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, watching a horror film when you are having a fever dream is like the worst. <laughs> yeah. I swear there's another subject we need to do like part two on as well, don't we? I think it was either found footage or oh god, what was it? I think it was found footage. Yeah, yeah, because there's just so many of those as well. We like we need to do a part yeah. two. <laughs> there is so many found footage films, but found footage is actually like one of my faves. I know, that's why I thought, well, I need to give Clara this option because I know that if I don't, you'd come to my house and hunt me down. Yes, so I'd be like, excuse me, <laughs> with a camera in hand and be like, right, I'm making my own. Like you just turn up in like your homemade ghost-faced outfit and just knock on my front door. <laughs> I mean, think ghost face, but like rhinestone. That would be impressive. I, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Now that it's in my head, now I need to see that. <laughs> I mean, I've got a ghost um, face mask that's a uh, like pride flag colours. Oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> I'll send you a photo of it because I, I wore it to like a Halloween party a year or two ago, and I thought, you know oh, what? Yeah. And I, I could actually wear it and have my glasses on underneath because one of the many things that's really annoying about wearing glasses is. Trying to find a mask that accommodates for them. <laughs> that is very true. Not a lot of masks accommodate for glasses. I'm terrified of contact lenses, so 
I'd much rather have something that well, I can wear, but I can wear my glasses easily. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I've got a thing with eyeballs as well. Like, I just, oh, any, anything close to my, like, I, I mean, like, mascara and eyeliner is literally the closest that you will get to my eyeball. Like, <laughs> anything, anything else, I'm like, no, I'll pass. Thanks. I'm saying I can quite easily get like an eyelash at my eye, but if anything else, like someone else tries to touch my eye or put eye drops in me, I'll react like a like a wild animal because I just I can't stand the thought of someone going near my eyes. No, absolutely not. The idea of it just freaks me. Like it just freaks me out. I love this. We went from influencers to the fear of eye trauma. Oh no, because my thing in horror films as well is eyes, like anything to do with eyes. I just, oh God, no, I can't do it. It's like, like, like I said earlier, I was watching hostel, like I was watching all the hostels and it's in the first one. It's with the Japanese woman with the bloody blowtorch in the eye. And it was just, oh no. Oh that, that no. Horrific. <laughs> like, that was actually vile. Like that was disgusting. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to do a part two on this one and eventually a part two on the other one. Yes, yes, we do. And of course, for um, all of our listeners, you can find me on Instagram at the Clarifon. I would love to hear all of your recommendations uh, for either by influencer or fan footage. Do let us know because there are some gems that I actually haven't heard of or discovered and i would very much like to know same i'd like to learn about new uh, random films just just so interesting something that's not going to be like very well known i mean if you can find a f- films that even i haven't heard of i'll be impressed <laughs> i will be very impressed if someone hands me a film that i didn't know like very impressed I hope everyone enjoyed that episode as much as me and my guest. You can like, share, subscribe. You can also leave us a comment, join the our Patreon. You can always send us suggestions for episodes or franchises. If you're interested, our Patreon is £3 a month. You get extra episodes, seasonal ones and franchise ones as well. So I hope everyone enjoyed themselves and we'll see you in the next one.